This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Welcome to The Straits Times Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Roberts, and I'm joined today by SD Sports Correspondent Sazali Abdul Aziz. Hello. Hello, JB. Now, the prospect of a local youngster joining the big leagues of football has been in the news recently. But what exactly would a Singaporean have to do to actually join something like the EPL? Uh, this is, of course, outside the consideration of NS deferment. Now, Saz, I probably have a very outdated view of how people join a football club. In my my mind's eye, it's uh, you know a school football pitch. A guy stood at the side, sees a youngster playing well, and says, "Okay, I think he's good for the club," and then brings them over to the youth team, and then they work their way up. Now, Saz, I, th- I think my like I say my version is quite outdated. Uh, very Roy of the Rovers. Uh, I mean, that likelihood, especially for a Singaporean kid, is unlikely to happen, right? Yeah, I mean, if, if we're talking about a Singaporean kid who's, you know, grew up in Singapore, Singapore is his only nationality. Um, Singapore in, parents. Yeah, Singapore parents, yeah. that kind of thing. Um, but very much, actually, it's it's still the same as, as what you mentioned, uh, except, uh, you know, instead of scouting only counties, they are, they are scouting countries these days. Uh, I know off the top of my head um, that, you know, in the last probably five to seven years, academy coaches from from so many, you know, European clubs and, and so many other clubs, uh, you know, Juventus, uh, uh, Real Madrid, uh, so many. I mean, they've come looking here. Yeah, well, they're not exactly looking for talent. They do. They 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 have private academies here, here or links um, with private academies here, um, and they do coaching clinics. And sometimes, uh, you know, uh, they, they they bring some boys over for training stints and stuff like that. So but that's one. Actually, a kid outside of these private academies is unlikely to. I mean, currently. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the only seen. the only other way I see, uh, if you're not in a in a private academy, um, is to perform um, at a high profile uh, tournament for 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 national age group team, and you might get spotted. For, for example, like the Lion City Cup, you know, uh, we we had you know clubs like Ajax Amsterdam and uh, Everton come here uh, a few number of years ago to play against our youth teams, and some of our boys impressed. So, but you know, then again, it's not a, a certainty that they're like you know. You play well against us and we'll take you back to England with us. Well, it sounds slightly sinister when you put <laughs> yeah, it like that. Yeah. Uh, well, okay, say you've been spotted. Now, you've actually had first-hand experience. Okay, not first-hand experience. It's, it's not that you were spotted, but you've been over with a young player to Newcastle, was it? Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, back in my day, the the, the EPL coaches were were not coming down in droves. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I followed um, Adam Swendy, who's now a senior player with the national team, uh, and he's playing with um, Albrecht Negata in, in, in the Singapore Premier League, uh, the champions, recently crowned champions. He was 16 then, uh, and he uh, was just named uh, the best player in the National Football Academy, which was uh, the a- national age group setup. Um, so I, I followed him to Newcastle where he was uh, sent on a, a one-week training stint with Newcastle uh, under-18s. Uh, and, and, and he impressed, uh, you know, despite playing in the under-18 team and, and being only 16 at that point. Um, however, on the, on the I think it was the second last day or last day, uh, quite a sobering conversation I, I had with, um, with, I think it was the academy, uh, the Newcastle Academy director. We were having a coffee, me, uh, him and... Uh, Saswadi Matarasuki, you know, uh, was the FAS coach at that point. He was a former national player, of course. Um, and and the academy director told us that you know he was really impressed by Adam, you know, um, and given a chance, he would absolutely sign Adam. Unfortunately, okay. there's a big book coming. Yeah, there, isn't exactly. There? So unfortunately, he says, and and these were his words. No matter how 
great Adam is, Newcastle just won't sign him simply because, you know, there are uh, work permit rules and 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 uh, employment rules to, for, for especially for for a teenager like like himself. Wow. And um, just to give people a, a, an idea, how long ago was this? This is only whoa, just. This was um, he's twenty two now, so this was uh, six years ago. Si- only six, six years, years ago. ago. Yes, so. Um, yeah, I mean that that made me really sad. But I mean that's the reality of 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 uh, the situation, you know, we face. If if uh, you know one of our Singaporean uh, boys wants to make it in in England, uh, and in fact Europe, you know, it's basically you have to move. Um, you know, his whole family would have to uproot and and move uh, to to wherever the club is based, and his dad or, or the the primary, uh, I guess the the breadwinner of the family would have to work on his own volition. Uh, in a job that is not provided by the club or the club sponsors. Okay, that sounds very legal. You mean he'd have to get a job that is not linked to the football club? Yeah, Z- zero cl- links to the football club. Yeah, just so get a basically job by himself in that country before yes. his or her son can play for the club. Yeah, basically, in short, you need to be there before you play for the club and not go there because of the club. Yeah. Wow, wow, uh, that's. That's actually pretty heartbreaking to hear. Actually, I uh, had no idea it's so complicated. Is, I mean, Adam Sunday can't be the only example of this. Yeah, no. I, I a couple of years ago, actually, uh, there was a Singapore boy. His name is uh, Nur Asis uh, Ijil Rali, I think, is his name, and um, he's thirteen now. He's still in Singapore, uh, but uh, at that point, uh, I, I reported uh, that. He was actually linked with Galatasaray. Galatasaray was actually interested in signing him. It's it's super out there, right? I mean, a Turkish wow. club wanting to sign a Singapore boy, but you know, he's we were mentioning private academy. You know, he he plays for or he played for Turf City Football Academy. It's a it's a private academy, and one of the coaches he has connections lah to agents in 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 Europe, and this agent sent videos, and next thing you know, Galatasaray was interested, and so was Feyenoord actually, and he actually went with the team. To Holland uh, on a training attachment, and actually, you know, the the news uh, that you know the, the article that I wrote about this boy and and uh, Feyenoord and mm. uh, Galatasaray's interest in him was actually picked up by Dutch media, and they actually sort of cornered Feyenoord and said, "Hey, you guys want to sign a thirteen-year-old boy or twelve-year-old boy in Singapore? You know that's not legal. You know, you know, you know there are rules. You know, and and they and they actually did a." Uh, a news, uh, a TV news report on it, and uh, and obviously, Fine Not denied. Fine Not said, "Oh no, we are just inviting this, uh, you know, academy and this boy to train, uh, and stuff like that, lah." You know. Okay, so, so say in this case, I mean, to use this kid as a hypothetical, say he's still good. Later on, he does his NS. He's doing quite well. You know, he gets into the S League, sorry, Singapore Premier League, and Fine Not comes knocking again. How difficult is it if you are an adult, you know, a more independent person at that point to go play in okay. the Euro- European leagues? I think, uh, you know, the, the main thing, first of all, is if he is really having a, an absolutely stunning season in the SPL that, you know, fire not take notice, he would have played for Singapore national team and, and that helps a lot uh, with work permit issues. But, um, you know, ha- ha- having said that... Um, I have to qualify that you know we we spoke about Newcastle earlier and uh, you know Ben Davis was in the news with Fulham. In England, the the, the work permit rules are a lot 
stricter or or, or in terms of the football teams uh, mm. for 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 foreign players and non EU players uh, for um, you know German leagues, Dutch leagues, uh, Portuguese leagues, the, the work permit issues are, are a lot easier to sort of uh, negotiate. Uh, I think for England, you need to have to play a certain percentage uh, of national team games over two years. I think like seventy five percent of. So your you you can't just be a good player in the league. You've got to be a good yeah, player in the national team. Yeah, in the national team. Right. Uh, you have to be pro- you have to prove that you are an important player for your country. I.e. that means you are good, which is not necessarily the case. But yeah, and uh, and your country must be ranked in the top. Uh, I believe it's seventy uh, in the world. Ah. Yeah. So which is you know Singapore is ranked one hundred sixty nine. I think. Uh, so there's there's little wow. chance of that uh, happening anytime soon. Uh, but yeah, there's there. Are, having said that, you know if. You, you you mentioned this boy if Feyenoord come knocking they should be able to sign him when he's you know 21 years old when he's finished with NS and if he has a good season or two you know and, and let's say Manchester United Chelsea or whoever Premier League team comes uh, and, and, and tries to sign him he might still earn a work permit simply by proving he's already cut his teeth at another top league in Europe and, and he's you know he's proven his quality hmm. it's on a case by case basis uh, uh, it's pretty much so from what you're saying, and if I can just sum this up, the odds are stacked against Singapore players at the moment. The FIFA ranking is quite hard to overcome already. Well, well, but in terms of playing in the Premier League or playing in England, which is you know uh, Singaporeans' favourite league, yeah, it, it's almost impossible at, at this point of time. But in terms of uh, have seeing a Singaporean make it in Europe. Maybe a second tier of you know uh, Germany or, or, or Portugal. Uh, you know, for example, Haris Harun was offered a place in in a top five team in in the top top tier of Portugal not too long ago. Uh, so you know it's it's still a possibility, and uh, you know I think <laughs> we should always uh, look on the bright side of things. There is hope out there. There's always hope. Well, speaking of hope or lack of it, Singapore football is in the news again for a different reason this time. Uh, Albrecht Nagata has won the inaugural Singapore Premier League. Uh, the controversy, or supposed controversy this time, is that they won it way before time. Or what people are saying way before time. Uh, three months ahead of schedule, apparently. SARS, uh, three months? Well, it, it's, it's six games. It is three months, uh, but six games. Uh, so, I mean, six games isn't, you know, that wide a stretch, is it? Well, I mean, Man United... Uh, Hold the record in the EPL. They uh, they won the oh, 2001 season, possibly around there. Uh, five games ahead. That's the record. Uh, but of course, they play more games. Of course, yeah, of course. Uh, we, I mean, let's not go into you know too much detail about you know, how, how how big or, or how early or whatever. But I mean, the the, the fact remains, uh, as you mentioned, um, you know, Singapore football not exactly in the best sh- shape. Uh, I mean, that that is an absolute fact. Uh, however. I think this whole Albrecht's winning a third title on the trot, um, you know, spelling doom for Singapore football is a bit overblown. Uh, yes, they're the best football team. They play the best football. They're the most uh, the team with the most professional approach. Uh, they've got good support. Uh, I I think the league is the better for it. And uh, it depends which side you're looking at. Because okay, so I said three months ahead of schedule. Mm. Then you said, well, actually, it's just six games. Well, mm. it's technically it'll be six weeks. But given the amount of games that they play. That's it's a quarter a, of the season. That's a quarter of the yeah. season. So, you know, the, there's like, 
hey, it's, it's quite bad. No, it's not so bad. Yeah, oh, actually, yeah, it's kind of it, bad. It just really depends. But at the end of the day, like I said, you know, they're the best team. They deserve to win the title. And well, by far. We, I mean, we've they are they are far and ahead yeah. of the other teams at the moment. You know, and 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 um, you know, si- Singapore football fans or Singapore Singaporeans in general are, are you know, kind of a. And a cynical bunch, you know. You know when when we when when we write reports, when we, we report on you know Albrex winning a game, not not even the league, just the game. You know people will say, oh Albrex win again, just give them the league title ready. And when they actually wrap up the league title, people say, oh, you know Singapore football can't make it. This and that. Um, <laughs> like and, and you know some people even suggest you know kicking Albrex out of the league, which I completely disagree with because. You know, like I said, you know, when when they came in to Singapore football in uh, 2004, I think, uh, you know, they they at first they were mid table, you know, you know, bottom half team, and and after maybe about five years, ten years, people say, you know, what's the point of having Albrex in the league if they're not going to be competitive? And then in the last three four years, they're actually winning stuff, and everybody's up in arms like. But okay, so you've got to bear in mind who Albrex are. I mean, there's kind of a psychological thing of these guys winning. Albrecht Snigoth is the satellite team of a second yeah. second tier Well, they were in the first tier not too long ago. Okay, yeah. well, they're in the J2, right? Mm. So, and they're a satellite team of J2. And this team, I believe, is a completely new team to last year. Almost, almost a completely new team, which is par for cost for okay. them. They, they, they re- replace most of their players. So who's in this team? Um, okay, with the exception of the goalkeeper, who's a, a J League veteran, you mentioned J League. He's he's played a couple of hundred games in in the J League. He's thirty eight years old, uh, and he's a captain. Uh, other than him, uh, Nozawa, um, there's one other player who's who was uh, al- the the captain of um, Albrecht Niigata's under eighteen team back in Japan. Um, other than these two players, um, the rest of this year's squad are basically, you know, fresh out of university squads, uh, university teams in 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 Japan. And you know that sounds bad, right? Well, um, to my layman ears, for this, yes, it would. Yeah, but you know, that uh, we have to, you know, bear in mind again the the reality of things. You know, in in Japan, you know, the standard of university football is is really really high. Y- Yoshinori Muto, who's signed for Newcastle or about to sign for Newcastle, he played university football while he was still uh, he was at uh, FC Tokyo as well. So you know he's. He's, uh, you know, and and our national team um, lost two one to to a, a university team a uh, couple of years ago uh, when when Sundram was coach. Okay, so these guys are, despite being university guys, they're good. Yeah, they have caliber. So now, if they're good, is this a case of Albrecht just being so much better than everybody else, or is it a case of they're good, but Singapore teams are? Getting worse and therefore the gap is widening. To me, to me, it's uh, it's both. Uh, both reasons um, are valid. Uh, like like we mentioned, you know, Japanese players obviously they have uh, a very good um, base, you know, from from which they build on. So by the time they are eighteen, nineteen, twenty, you know, they're ready for professional football. Uh, for us, uh, you know, I think one thing that gets overlooked a lot is uh, you know how local teams have been um, a bit. Uh, impact by by the rules, you know. W- the the major one is the the, the three under twenty three players uh, in the starting eleven rule. Uh, you know, for example, I I I I quote this example a lot. You know, Home United they they've reached the zonal final of 
of uh, the AFC Cup they're going to play the, the two leg game against the uh, Filipino side uh, in the next couple of weeks you know they they go to Indonesia Jakarta in front of you know 100,000 fans they beat Persija Jakarta Three days later or four days later, they come back to Singapore. They cannot play the same team. They have to put two inexperienced twenty-year-olds into the side just to 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 fit the league's rules. So, so to me, you know, there's no consistency. There's no fluidity in the team. Uh, you know, you, you can't build momentum. So, how are you supposed to to challenge Albrecht over the course of a season when you keep keep chopping and changing your team and and weakening it? Okay, so we're. End of season one for the Singapore Premier League. There's meant to be changes happening. Uh, clearly, possibly changes haven't been happening fast enough. What do you want to see happen in the next season? Well, th- th- I'm actually torn about this three under 23 player rule thing because, uh, like I said, on one hand, it, it weakens the local teams and, and you know doesn't help them in their challenge for, for the title. Um, but on the other, I, I see value in it. You know, we've seen a number of... Uh, uh, good talented players uh, emerge uh, in teams you know who would normally not have had the chance uh, to feature in the in the in the first team um so maybe maybe they could tweak the rules you know uh, instead of three have two in the start two outfield players in the starting lineup or something and uh you know and and or or, or maybe a percentage of minutes over the course of you know a season uh, clubs have to hit you know I, i'm sure they can work something out so you think we shouldn't be punishing Alberts for success we should keep them around. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like I said, you know, the 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 they play the you know the most pleasing football or, or pleasing, most pleasing on the eye. Uh, they're the most professional approach among all the teams. I mean, surely there's something for other teams to learn from them. I mean, they've been so good. They're, they could well win their fourth Singapore League Cup as well uh, this yeah, season. Yeah, the the streets ahead. I mean, surely there's something to, well, to learn we, from them. Uh, in fact, you know, from the. F- First time they've won the S League title. Everyone has been saying, "Oh, local sites need to wake up." But you know, I think it's a bit harsh on not say harsh. It's it's a bit of a big ask on on the local teams because our standard is only so far. You know, and and you know, like I mentioned, there there are a few young players coming through. They'll need time to get up to to a level where they can compete with with Albrecht. So, you know, until that happens, I I see a couple more years of uh, Albrecht dominating uh, local football. Well, as ever with the local football, hopefully there's light at the end of the tunnel, but hopefully it's not from an oncoming train. So thanks for joining me, Saz. You're welcome. You can read his reports in The Straits Times and thestraitstimes.com and do join us again for another edition of the Straits Times Sports Podcast next time. Thank you and goodbye. That was an SPH podcast. Find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts and streaming on Google Home. Do send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at straightstimes.com and bt.sg.